Welcome to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast with your host, Trent M. Clark, three-time World Series coach, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, having started 12 companies, coach to the 1%, and an international speaker. This show is going to be your go-to podcast for facing adversity, being inspired, and overcoming obstacles, all from the best in the world, business, sports, and leadership. Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients, no sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system, and L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious Infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Hi, this is Trent Clark. Host of Winners Find a Way show. I'm a CEO of Leadership at a international speaker, serial entrepreneur, and longtime coach in professional baseball, where I coached over 12 years, coached three different organizations in the World Series with the Indians twice, and with my buddy Bobby Magianis and the Los Angeles Angels. So a pretty awesome Bobby Magianis, now coach of the Atlanta Braves. Welcome, buddy. Yeah, that trends. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure being here, bud. Oh, man, I'm so happy because I've been looking forward to us doing this for months. So this is exciting. And the shirt. Look at the shirt. Sit sit tall, Bobby. Show us the shirt, man. Mentally strong. Look at you're all cut up, too, dude. You're you're physically and mentally strong. (laughs) Look at you. I love it. So for this show, folks, hey, have you ever faced stiff adversity? Have you ever been up against it and feeling like, hey, I got to find a better way. I got to get out of this. I'm in a bit of a funk. I'm going to get it better. You know, in baseball, Bobby, you know, we know about slumps. We know about, you know, overcoming. And this guy has had a great journey through adversity to get to exactly always knowing exactly where he wanted to be. So if you're in that position today, you are in the right place. You're going to learn some great things about overcoming. If you are an entrepreneur, an athlete, a business leader, or you're just simply looking to get elite, like I think this is the perfect podcast and place for you. So welcome to my good friend, Bobby Magianis, who I think, Bobby, will be coached six, seven years together with the Angels. Yeah, man, man, great memories. That's where we met, and it was fun, man. Was, that was a great run there with the Angels, too. Yeah, great run. We had a lot of fun. A lot of change, right? A lot of change and adaptability going on during that time. We saw changes in management, changes in executive leadership, just a lot of things that we survived kind of through it, and always fun. For you, we'll have some Q&A at the end, so we're going to hold questions to the end of our chat. And But please, if you have anything, get it to us, and we'll also find out where you can find Bobby. So Bobby, tell them where that you can find you online. Like, hey, if I want to talk to Bobby Magianis, you're on LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn. And also on Instagram at yeah. uh, Bobby. And also I have a, a hitting also account on Instagram called Swing Ugly. So you can reach me on both. Swing Ugly. Yes. yes. I love it. I heard that from a lot of coaches actually. So I don't know if I love that. <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah. We can get into that later about what that means. Right. Why, why, why Swing Ugly? Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I'm just telling kids right now, man, like swing, just swing, man. Some good things happen when you do it, right? Yeah. Let's talk about a few few key highlights for all of you out there. If you do not know Bobby Magnus, and you're going to want to, this guy, 32 years of professional baseball, 13 as a player, 19 as a coach. Man, this is in your blood. You were drafted twice, high school at the Expos, and then out of Cerritos Junior College by the Mariners, which which is when you signed, right? You signed with the Mariners for the second shot. Played for Team USA in 89, 1989 for you kids out there. That's 19 in front. (laughs) Part of six championships, 12 as a pro, as a player in 
pro ball. So hitting coach four years in rookie ball, manager, Texas League champion as a manager. That's double A ball for those who don't know. White Sox, a bench coach, triple A of the Indians, now home of the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Triple A hitting coach at the Braves, Scottsdale Scorpions, Fall League. You've been through a lot of different leagues, probably everything from developing the premier athlete at the major league level. Now you coach the premier athlete at that elite level saying, hey, now the challenge is not to get here, it's to stay here. And we know how hard that is, right? You've also improved your own development by developing scouting skills and and going into the scouting world of what are scouts looking for as I, as a coach, learn, hey, this is what we're looking for out front. This is what we want to develop those folks into. So I love that. What most people don't know about you, Bobby, because you you were drafted out of junior college is You've got your bachelor's degree in management at the young age of 45 years old and a (laughs) master's degree at 50 in performance psychology, which we're going to talk a lot about today. How about that? Yeah, it it definitely kind of later in my life is when I kind of had the fruits of all the the hard work and perseverance. But but yeah, I mean, I, I got my education later in life. Yeah, I think it's always been hard work and perseverance with you. But I'll tell you one thing I love about you, Bob, and I've always loved this, and a man that's always joyful. Like, we have had plenty of trials together, you and I. You know, like, yeah. the players and management want something different from us, and, you know, we have to pivot, and, and there could be a lot of reasons to get down, but you have smiled through this journey better than probably anybody I've known along the way. So I really honor that about you, man. Thanks, 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 Trey. Yeah, it's definitely nothing's easy, but uh, again, it's just balance through everything. And like you said, persevere, and, and in time, you'll reap those rewards. So I, I caught you on the road today. Where are you at in the world? We're, we're in Philadelphia right now. In Philly. Going gonna to yeah. play the mighty Phillies tonight. And yes, 7, 7.30 way go? 7.05. 7.05 way go. So now, why don't you quickly explain to them, Bobby, like people think like this is for, you know, for people who don't know, I want them to understand this. People think like, oh, hey, you're a pro athlete. You show up at six, like we do with the little league and we take a couple of balls in the cage and then we go hot at 7.05, right? Like, is that how pro ball mm-hmm. is? Is that how it works? No, we're there pretty early. <laughs> Actually, we're there really early, especially as a coach, we're to, to get the scouting report on the opposing pitcher, opposing team, get, get the players ready. I mean, they're there early in the cage to, to get their routines going in the cage and work on their hitting. And then we actually have batting practice before the game. And then and then we play the game. So we're, we're there about five hours, six hours before game time. Well, and then, of course, the post, right? And then there's all the post work to do, the reporting, the breakdown, one-on-one discussions. So what I always tell, you know, my days started in pro ball. And at noon, I got to the ballpark for the 7.05 game. And I typically left at midnight after the last guy was done working out. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. workout, right? So <laughs> yeah. that was standard operating procedure for me was it's a 12-hour day on the road. And sometimes that can very easily be 18 for me when a lot of people go, hey, you know what I like to do, coach? I like to go to the local gym at seven. You know, I'm a starting pitcher and I didn't even play yesterday. So, hey, I'm thinking, why don't you and I go down to the local, you know, name your gym, right? <laughs> you know, and your name, your local fitness establishment, right? LA Fitness, whatever. And we're there at 8 a.m. And I'm usually there with two hours with a number of athletes. Come back, 
maybe get my workout in and then I'm at the ballpark by noon. So standard days, pro ball is not exactly like show and go, right? Like we do with the kids. It is a lot of work. Right. Yeah, you, you nailed it. It is. So Bobby, tell us a little bit why I asked you to do the show. Hey, this is winners find a way, Bobby. You've always found a way. We want to hear from you. Winners find a way. Why do you come on and do something like this? Why do you come on and talk about things? Well, first of all, I, I, I like to encourage people. I like to teach. I like to coach. I like to inspire. And I, I like for people to get better. I mean, that's just my passion right now. And I want them to hear my story as well. You know, we, we, we get inspired by people's stories. We get inspired by, by other people and, and their testimonies. And because it's truthful, it's like, man, this guy did. I can do it, too. So, you know, I want to just encourage people out there to, 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 to just uh, keep at it, what, what they want to do it and, and go forward. Is this shirt a, a Bobby Magianis original or where can I pick one up, bro? Because I, I, I want one, man. Like, I want one. And I, and, I, and I maybe want the Bobby Magianis logo around it, too. Yeah, actually, we give a testimony on that. This T-shirt's from a, a guy that you know, Freddie Sandoval. Who, sure, he, sure. Uh, this, he, he's, he's another guy, that ex-player of mine that I managed in the minor leagues in A-ball and in double-A. And after he retired, he became a mental skills coach. And he does that full-time. And this is his uh, his logo. And so he sent me a T-shirt and, and I wear it. You know, he inspired this. Talk about people. How about this? How about the student inspiring the teacher to get yes. his degree and everything? And he inspired me to, to go on to, to get mm -hmm. my degree. This is a guy that I coach. So, yeah. I mean, you never know. We learn from everybody. And uh, again, that's another inspiration of someone who influenced me, a guy that I taught and I coach inspires me now to move on. Yeah. I coached Freddie as well, obviously. Right. He was with us with the angels and yeah. great young man. He's also a testament of what we always have that in, in a great teammate, right? We always yes. talk about the card coachability, adaptability, responsibility. He takes it on and then dependability. He does it time and time again. I think Freddie went up to high a ball, double a ball. This, the skill set kind of topped out for Freddie, but he did everything we ever asked as coaches. We love to have athletes. We love to have team members like that. And it's often the kind of players that you and I end up saying, oh, Freddie Sandoval, I'll take 10 more just like him. Well, you know, well, coach, he's not the biggest. He's not the best. Well, hey, listen, all he does for me is show up and work hard. And when I ask yeah. him to do something, he gets it done, right? All right, right. Yeah, again, and look what he's doing. And, you know, he's, he's awesome. He's a, he's a really good mental skills coach, so. That's another guy that people can 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 uh, go to. Nice. All right. Well, Bobby, thrilled that you're here today, man. Let's jump into it with tell us the most impactful pivot point you had as a kid. Like you, you got a brother. You know, your brother played pro ball too. Coached. He also may still wander still coaches, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. playing the big leagues too. Yep. So you guys are a family of baseball. Like, was there an impactful moment? Like you said, hey, this is what I want to do. We're on our path to set and do this and. We can do it, no, no matter the obstacle. Well, I, I'll tell you what, where it kind of was for me. It was in elementary school, and uh, there was a Tommy. I, I, I was like you said, I was born in a baseball family, so I, I had the, the genes of me, had the passion of me. I loved baseball since I was a little kid. But uh, you know, I always saw the big league guys, you know, playing, and I said, man, I want to do that someday. When I was a little kid, you know, I, I want to be a major league player someday. I just yes. had that passion. That's what I want to do for a living. So. But I think what really, I think, inspired me and like, you know, I'm going to do it. And I had, I was stubborn with it. Well, I was in elementary school. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember when you're in elementary school, there's a day where the teacher says, okay, today we're going to talk about what you want to be in life, what you want to do in life when you get older. 
So the T, okay, so the teacher went around the room and says, okay, you know, uh, Billy, what do you want to do? I want to be a police officer. Okay, why? Because I want to protect people. I want to help the community. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, uh, Maria, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to be a nurse. Why? Because I want to take care of people. Oh, okay, so everyone. Good. So after a couple kids, they get to me, Bobby, what do you want to do? I'm going to be a professional baseball player. And and she goes, and she kind of chuckled, and she goes, Bobby, that's not a, a job. That's a sport. You know, you, I go, no, I'm going to be a professional baseball player. And she chuckled and laughed. And then the kids started kind of laughing too, because I kept saying that. And I remember that she goes, Bobby, no, that's, you know, you, you know, someday you're going to have to you know, have a job and do something. And, and, you know, that's, that's just a sport, you know, that's not, and oh my gosh, I remember me getting upset because number one, she chuckled, laughed. It's like, you know, you can't yeah. do that. And I went, what? And so, I mean, as it can tell the way I'm talking about it, that was like a moment with me, like, you know what, I'm going to show you. Yes. And I remember telling her, the, the teacher, I remember telling the teacher, well, let me tell you something. I said, I, I forgot what name I used. You know, I'm, I, I was a grew up, grew up a Dodger fan in L.A., so I think I said Steve Garvey or whatever. I said, look, he's making a million dollars, which is a million more than what you're making. So, you know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I told her that. And so that inspired. So I remember that after that, I go, you know what? I'm going to prove that we can make a living out of this. And, yeah. you know, whatever, 40 years later, I'm, I'm still in, I'm still in it. Isn't that awesome, man? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's that driver that sets in our heart, right? Like, listen, this is what I want to do. And I, you know, I have a very similar story to people telling me no. And, you know, it was a big chip that kind of got on my shoulder and was like, I'll show you, you know, and, and I, I don't know if it was always positive, right? It was definitely a driver. There was some negative side of it too. Not that I ever went back and went, hey, everybody, you know, I don't know if you know or not, it all worked out for me. You know, like, I don't think I've ever done that for sure. But, but man, I know that like, at that time, I just remember just being angry, angry that someone would tell mm -hmm. me no. And right. my, my breakout was when I was with a fellow former major leaguer and, you know, he told me I had what it takes. And that was so valuable for me, man, that, that changed things for me. And, and I said to him, you know, Hey man, with all due respect, like everybody's telling me I'm not fast enough, not big enough, not strong enough. And all I'm hearing is I'm not enough. And he said, you know, his, his most valuable advice to me at that time, when I was a young man, like 15 years old said, Hey Trent, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. Like, any of those other people play in the major leagues? And I was like, <laughs> no. And he's like, I really mm. caution you where you take your advice from. And mm. man, I have lived by that in business, in relationships, in sport, everything. Like I want to know about hitting. I'm getting Bobby on the phone. Like I want to know like yeah. what, what this guy who's like, Hey, I did stay at a holiday Inn express last night. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I want to go <laughs> to the source and I want right. people that know. Right. You're right. So right. this, I love uh -huh. the quote by Chris McChesney and Sean Covey. Winners, when shown data that they are losing, find a way to win. Let's talk a bit about your background. I mean, that allowed you to overcome, you know, become one of those one percenters in sports and life. Like, it is not easy. And that's a number that we probably heard as kids. You know, like, you know what the odds are of you being in the major leagues and all those things. It's, it's rare air. All got it. What, what was one of the times you were up against it, you know, losing down, but not out. And you found a way to come back and win. Well, I can just share my life. I mean, number one is when you have a goal and you have passion and you believe in yourself and you believe that, you know what, I can do this if I just get the chance. There's stubbornness. You know, again, I, I, I like to research things and, and, and researching, you know, very successful people, not only in sports, but it can be in business. It can be in, in anything. Yeah. They're stubborn. 
in, in a good way, not a bad way. They're stubborn, which means that they will not take no as an answer. It's like, I'm going to fight and they will fall. They will, you know, run up against a brick wall. They will hurt themselves and everything, but they do it because they know that if I climb this wall, once I get over this, I can be that person or I can, I can achieve my goal. Yeah. And with me, it was just that it was like, you know, I wanted to prove myself. I, you know what, I can do this if someone just gives me the opportunity. And so there wasn't really like a pivotal moment. There's so many moments, so many scars, so many tears, so many, you know, shedding of blood. It was like moments where, you know, I I can tell, you know, what I went through, you know, I got released four times. Yeah. Three surgeries. I've been to three surgeries. People don't understand that, right? Released is being fired. Okay. That's that's what happens there. Like they're saying like, you know, we're releasing you. And that's so if I could jump in for a second, it's a gigantic testimony to you because when most people are released, they do not sign another professional baseball contract. They often go to the independent leagues. They may have other options and other things, but other teams will not pick them up unless they have a testament to their character, their perseverance, their willingness to continue and continue to grind, and a testimonial from those they're coming from that says this guy will make people better around him. And so again, I and I would I would get jobs and and so and I would get released and and you know it's, it was like gosh and just one after another like well, what's going on what why is this happening and then multiple injuries three surgeries that one, the last one I had was reconstruction of my shoulder and I rehabbed for 18 months. And I, and during that 18 month rehab, I wanted to quit many times because it was so painful. And I go, really, is it worth it? And as a matter of fact, I wanted to come back. I wanted to go back to school, you know, and, and go on and move on with my life. But, you know, I kept grinding, going through it. So, you know what, I still have hope. Like there's still a strand, there's still a little thing I can hold on to that I can still realize my dream. And, so I would, you know, I would just I would wear it. I would just go through all the pain and, and, and emotionally and physically. So anyway, so, you know, I was released four times and, and uh, injuries and surgeries and rehabs and, and all that. And, and you know, something I, I didn't play in the major leagues. After 12 years, it was all minor leagues. And I go into coaching, same thing. You know, I, you, you, you persevere. And, you know, something after 31 years of being in the minor leagues, I finally made it to the big leagues. Mm. And it took 31 years. This is my 32nd year pro ball. I was with our team last year, you know, and this is my first time officially as a major league coach. And, you know, it's again, it took 32 years. And, and it's funny because there was a person saying, man, you know, you're moving quickly, man. You listen to that. I go, yeah, it took, I go, it took 32 years to be an overnight success. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like the people had no idea, like, man, you're young, you're moving quickly. Go, you have no idea what I've gone through and how to get here. And, and, you know, that's my story. It's like, you know, it's perseverance, really. And so is it one pivotal moment? Not at all. It was so many. I mean, you got to stumble, fall, get up, you know, it's, uh, you know, when, when you right now, when you mentioned what's, what's, what's a, you know, a quote and something, you know, like, you know, that, that kind of gets you over the hump with me. It's a quote by, uh, I forgot who it was, really, I don't know what it is. It says, it's only a lump of coal, you know, a lump of coal is the ugliest rock. It's an ugly rock, a coal, but that lump of coal, it's only through consistent pressure and heat that that lump of coal becomes a diamond. Yeah. And diamond is the most precious rock. So it's like, I went through that, like no one's business to finally, bam, here we are, which I praise God about, but it's not easy and it goes through a lot, but that's what shapes (laughs) us. That's what forms us. That's what prepares us to get to that moment. Yes. 
I love it. And I tell you, man, it's, I think there's, let's talk about one thing in that, that, that you mentioned that I think is really important, which is once you did a surgery and rehab and came back, it's a, it's a huge trial, but once you've done it once, there's confidence in the fact that, Hey, I've done it before. I can do this again. I ha I know how to do it. Talk to about, talk to us about that. Well, uh, again, it, it hurt. I mean, the, the first surgery I had was a shoulder surgery. And, you know, I, you know, you don't know what to expect because I never had surgery. And I didn't really fully recover. I had ankle surgery as well. I recovered from that. And then the, the second, the last surgery was the, was the, was the 18 month rehab surgery where they reconstructed my shoulder. And it's pain. And not only is there pain physically, but emotionally. It's like, am I ever going to play again? My, my dreams are shot because I was young at the time. You know, I'm 20, I believe I was 23 years old when, when I had that surgery, 23, 24. So I'm still young. And so, I mean, all those things come to mind. And again, it's after you get done with that, you're like, wow, I'm glad I did it. But during that time, you're just like, no, I, I, this I, is awful. I wanted to quit. <laughs> I wanted to quit. I really wanted to quit. There are times like, well, it's not worth it. It was so painful physically, but it was painful emotionally, mentally. Mm. It, it really, I mean, you're like, gosh, it just, when you felt, okay, it's finally there. And all of a sudden setbacks. And I had so many of those during the rehab. Yeah. And I'm going, you know what? It's just not worth it. And actually the, the doctor told me that the chance of me coming back to playing were very slim because it was a new surgery that, that he had performed on it on athletes. But anyways, but yeah, it's during those times. It's only dur during those times that at the end of the tunnel, after it's all said and done, that is what forms you. It's like, you know, I mean, Trent, you know, you about uh, training. I mean, yes. you, you were one of the best at that, that there is in, in terms of, 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 of sports training. And I mean, like a muscle, for a muscle to grow, it's got to it's tear down. That's and right. then rebuild. And then it keeps you tearing and rebuilding and rebuilding. Well, that's how we are as people. It's like we got to kind of be torn down a little bit to keep growing and get better. And that's how our faith grows. And that's how we grow as people. Yes. So let's talk about that superpower that separates you from the rest of the 1%. What is it that so many people, I mean, won't, won't face that hardship. They will not face that discomfort that, I mean, and you know, the physical anguish, and I think you've really touched this really well, the physical anguish of a rehabilitation, because I had my shoulder redone too, right? And that is, that's something. But we've all dealt with physical pain for a long time as athletes. So that wasn't so uncommon. It wasn't new. The mental is really painful, especially yes. for us who are always, I was edgy like you, man. I mean, I was always looking, you know, you know what I look like. I don't look like the major leaguers, right? So I was like, man, I got to do every single thing and I can't miss one single opportunity. And when you're hurt, everyone's getting opportunity. You have no ability to progress when you are on the injured reserve or disabled list right. on in any league and at any level. Like everyone else is getting reps. They're getting the chances to get better. There's opportunity that's coming. And there's all sorts of stories about the player who was like, oh yeah, this one guy got hurt. And then the other guy went in and the rest is history, right? Like he's been the starter for 15 years, you know? And it's like, oh, that was my position. But at the time I you know, I rolled my ankle and I was out or, you know, like all these stories. What do you think that superpower is for you that was able to separate you? It, my, my passion, number one for the sport, but yep. also my stubbornness. Yes. It was like, you know, oh no, you should quit. You should. And I was stubborn about this and no, Bobby, look, you know, like, man, you know, it's, it's really not working out right now. You should try something. And, and I was like, no, like uh, I'm going to do this. 
I'm going to persevere. And my, the perseverance, it's just it, the perseverance is something that thank God put in me that, that he put that spirit in me. He was like, you know, to persevere. Cause I went through a lot in a lot of areas. Yeah. And it's, it's a stubbornness. You know what? It's like a, it's like a, it's my pride. It's like, you know what? I'm going to do this and I'm going to find a way. And the only way that it's not going to work is that, you know, they just take it away from me because I, I'm going to, as long as I'm breathing, I'm going to keep working hard. I'm going to try to realize what I want to do. And mm. so I think that, I think the separate for me, the 1% you talk about is that stubbornness. It's yeah. that, you know what? No, it doesn't matter. You can throw whatever you want at me. And yeah, I'm at that moment, it's going to hurt. It's going to taste sour. Those moments are bad, but you know what? I'm going to go through that because I know I'm going to be better in the long run. And when I get there, that's when you're going you're, you're, you're gonna to taste the fruit of it. Yeah. I, I think we, we have some great examples out there in the market. And for all you parents, I want to just say right here, if you have a strong-willed child and they're giving you grief, you may have a Bobby Magianis or a Trent Clark or a, you know, head of Apple or an MMA champion because there are examples of these yeah. strong-willed children. And you could go, I like it, stubborn. You know, the PC is he's just strong-willed. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. he's a little stubborn little, you know, little punk is what he is, right? No, no, no. He is strong-willed. And I tell you yeah. that when you talk about the founders of this country, you talk about your mm -hmm. entrepreneurs now who create new products, new way to do something better. They've been told no. They've been told it's yes. not going to work. And yet that strong will is like, I'm going to find a way to make it work. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're back. We're back to the incandescent light bulb. Well, I figured out, you know, whatever, 2,412 ways not to do it. You know, I'm, I'm yes. finding the one, yes. right. That it's, I'm going to find the one that I know how to do it and I'm going to keep running the tests. Right. And so there is a value in this. And I can tell you from having one of these kids, it is not easy, parents. <laughs> like It is not easy, but these kids are going to set the world ablaze. You may yes. just have yourself a Bobby Magianis on your hands. And when I talk about with these folks that I know, right, in my world, who, who now run hundred you know, plus million dollar companies, and I'm like, and they're like, well, I was arrested twice. And, you know, I was, I was like, holy crap, man, what were you doing? He's like, you know, I was just testing limits all the time. And I didn't know right from wrong yet. I was testing it. I was working in gray areas. I had to learn, man, integrity matters. And how do I direct this strong will to the right way? You've directed that strong willingness in your faith. Let's talk a little bit about that. Because, man, to me, that's another big superpower of yours. Because no matter whatever happened for you, Bobby, like good or bad, man, you were right back there to your foundation and that would never wear. Need to hydrate but tired of plain old water? You need rebellious infusions. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system. And L-thionine for brain health. 10 organic flavors and convenient liquid packets. Just add 16 ounces and you are on your way. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Do you want to be our next guest? Or do you have inspiring stories to share? Or do you love to inspire, support, and empower thought leaders? Feel free to send Trent a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at Leadershipity.